The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. In today's episode, we do a deep dive into Disney's Yacht and Beach Club resorts. Find old episodes of this podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you find podcasts. And we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. We're also on YouTube now. Check us out on youtube.com slash at Disney Deciphered and like and subscribe us there. If you'd like to support the podcast, check us out on patreon.com slash Disney Deciphered where we receive bonus content. Or you can support the podcast at no cost to you by using me as your travel agent. Email josephchung at travelmation.net to get started today. If you have any questions, email us DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, tweet at us at www.deciphered on Twitter, or find us on Facebook and Instagram, Disney Deciphered. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As the Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. And welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So on today's episode, we will be talking about the Yacht and Beach Club. But before that, we have some patrons to thank. Leslie, who do we have to thank for their patronage this week? This week, we're thanking new patrons Tiffany F. and Calvin and Lisa. Really appreciate your support of the podcast. If you want to support and get bonus episodes and unfiltered and all of that good stuff while we're traveling, you can go to patreon.com slash Disney Deciphered. Yep. Thank you so much, everyone, all of our patrons. We really appreciate you. So today, we are going to do our Yacht and Beach Club 101. Beach and Yacht, Leslie? I don't know. what. Like, What is the order? I always go Yacht and Beach. Yeah, I go Yacht and Beach, too, so I don't know if that's standard. I don't know what the actual nomenclature is, yes. We don't know if that's a standard procedure for Disney. This is actually an update of episode 46, which shall be stricken from the interwebs when we finish this, uh, nuked out of existence, deleted from Internet Archive. Um, but, uh, you know, that was over four years ago, and a lot has changed, actually, at Yacht and Beach Club. You know, they've... Uh, refurbishment at yacht, et cetera, et cetera. Plus, um, I have stayed at both recently. Let's get to it. Uh, we're going to go with our standard hotel uh, overview. We're just going to talk about what there is at the hotel. And with Yacht and Beach, I, I guess we should start with this, Leslie. You know, there's a reason why we do Yacht and Beach together because, in many ways, they are the same resort. Yeah, they adjoin each other. They share a convention center. They share a lot of the same amenities. I mean, they're so close. A lot of people don't really distinguish between them. I mean, you can walk internally uh, in a hallway and you don't know really whether you're in yacht or beach. I mean, you can only sort of tell by the theming. So they really are, um, and pricing is almost identical uh, depending upon you know room types and things like that. So people think of them together and, you know, I guess people sometimes have like their little nuanced favorites and little, but they're very tiny differences. Yeah. It's, it's so weird that you can't walk inside between the two, but I guess they want to, you know, you have to go through a little, outside walkway to get between the two but it's covered but besides that like you said yeah and then when you're in an actual hallway you 
if you didn't know, you know, I say this story all the time, the lobby, the hallway, like if you didn't know exactly what color scheme it is and what landmarks you're looking for, like there's the gigantic globe in the yacht club, for example, in the middle of the lobby, like if you didn't know that's what you're looking for and now I'm second guessing myself, maybe the globe is in the beach, who knows? Like, it's just one of those things where, you know, they are, they are Disney, this is Disney synergy at its best. They're multiverse partners, hotel wise. Uh, yeah, we definitely didn't say that in 2019 because we had not been introduced to that concept yet. All right, enough nerding out. Let's start with the location and theming. Leslie, what does Disney have to say? I even pulled the quotes directly from them, which again, sound very similar. Sure. So Disney's official marketing language is as follows. Delight in the formal grace of a grand New England style yacht club at this lakeside hotel. Relax in the inviting elegance of a plush lobby replete with nautical touches. Explore the whimsical storm along bay and rent a variety of watercraft from Bayside Marina. That's for yacht club. And then Beach Club is discover the casual elegance of this charming New England style resort hotel, savor exquisite dining and explore the pools, lagoons and spas of Stormalong Bay. Obviously, Stormalong Bay is very heavily featured in both of these descriptions. Now, the way I describe it, Leslie, is to me, yacht is a little bit more formal. I don't even know if formal is the word, but it's like darker woods. It feels more like you would think of an actual yacht club. I have been to such clubs in Hong Kong, like back in the day with my fancy highfalutin relatives and things like that. So it's like darker woods and very refined and beach club is not, it's not that beach club is not refined, but it's a lot more like new England beach house, brighter colors, not, not quite pastel, but like very bright, colorful, you know, what you would imagine um, if you were going to the beach. Aside from that, like, Everything else is the same. It's just like different color scheme and different finishings. Totally agree. And um, as a yacht club member myself, <laughs> that sounds fancier than I am. Um, we have a little yacht club in our town because we live. Get out uh, of here, Leslie. You, <laughs> it's cheaper than joining the YMCA, Joe. I'm not that fancy, but um, totally agree. I mean, if you sort of. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got me all thrown off, Leslie. Now, now I want to know what your YMCA is like. But uh, continue. <laughs> So yeah, no, definitely just sort of those that that wood. You feel like you're on a boat at Yacht Club and Beach Club is just it feels a little more whimsical and and Yacht Club feels like old school. If you were, you know, my dad from the Navy likes Yacht Club. It's like it's more proper at Yacht Club. Beach Club's a little bit more let your hair down, drag the sand in like from the ocean. Um, all right, enough of us HGTVing this entire situation. Let's talk about where the Yacht and Beach Club are because that is really one of the biggest draws of the deluxe resorts in general. And so they're in the Crescent Lake area, which is the lake that is in between Epcot and Hollywood Studios and the boardwalk, the hotel and the actual boardwalk itself is across the lake from Yacht and Beach Club. And there's a lot of action in that general area. So there's Yacht Club, there's Beach Club, and then there's Boardwalk Inn, um, which we've already done a 
uh, similar 101 on last year. So lots of cool stuff in the area, lots of restaurants. Everything is kind of coming back to normal. Like the dueling pianos are back open and like the dance halls open sometimes. So especially if you like enjoy kind of like nightlife and don't want to go all the way to Disney Springs, a lot going on in the Crescent Lake area. And of course, the best part for Leslie and myself who, you know, we just want to go tour in the parks, like, you know, you're not going to catch me dancing or uh, singing karaoke. Or, they don't have karaoke, but you know, the equivalent of karaoke at dueling pianos. Uh, transportation. So like, how do you get to the parks from Yacht and Beach Club? Lots of options, right, Leslie? Lots of options. So first and foremost, walking distance. I mean, you are within walking distance of the Epcot International Gateway entrance. I mean, it's five minutes. Um, you also are within walking distance to Hollywood Studios, but it is a little bit farther. So that's where you start to have the other options. The friendship boats are located there. You can, I guess you could take it to... Um, Epcot if you wish, but I don't know anybody who does. They usually go in the other direction to Hollywood Studios. And then, of course... Uh, my son. <laughs> right. Sorry. Forgot about your son. Uh, yes, if you want to take the boats, you can for that one stop. Um, and then you also have the Skyliner Station, which is right there next to International Gateway. Um, you can use it to get to Hollywood Studios and other hotels on the Skyliner, things like that. So this, the options for transportation are really extensive. And then of course, you know, you have your buses to Magic Kingdom and uh, Animal Kingdom. You know, I joke about my son wanting to take the boat, but I will say that Yacht and Beach was less frustrating to take the boat than Boardwalk, just because that is the station, um, the dock, in the very middle of the Friendship Boat corridor. So it goes Hollywood Studios, Swan and Dolphin, Yacht and Beach, boardwalk than Epcot. So if you get on it at Yacht and Beach, you're never like going a full distance. Like you're, you're just going two stops um, to the next park. The difference between Yacht and Beach and boardwalk is just literally going across the lake. If I'm going to have to take the friendship boat, I'd rather take it from Hollywood Studios to Yacht and Beach than Hollywood Studios to say boardwalk because it's an extra stop there. And I'm all about the efficiency. But yeah, the kids really love it. I do foresee probably in the near future when we're taking friendship boats it's going to be like a race like who can walk faster than the boat which you can by the way in general walk faster and no you can't walk faster than the boat but if you're waiting for the boat you can get there faster you can tell that uh, i have thought about this way too much so let's move on to the restaurants that are available at yon beach club and again even disney they lump all the restaurants together like they don't differentiate like we know which ones are at which places but they don't they don't differentiate. So let's talk about that first before we get to the rooms. I haven't eaten at a lot of the restaurants, believe it or not, at Yacht and Beach, even though I stay there all the time. And I guess the reason is because I'm always going into Epcot to eat. Um, you know me and uh, Epcot festivals and, and I love all the love all the restaurants um, in uh, World Showcase. So, but uh, restaurants, um, you've got Cape May Cafe, which has character dining. That is one of the ones that I have dined at. Really think it's kind of an underrated character meal. Easy to get a reservation last minute there. It makes a lot of sense for folks who even aren't staying there because you can have that early character meal and then you can hop into Epcot without needing additional transportation. So definitely recommend that. I mean, the one that everybody kind of knows about is Beaches and Cream, which is the ice cream store that has the famous or infamous uh, kitchen sink, which is more ice cream than any human being or any like 
family should probably consume in one sitting. So have you have you had that, Joe, by the way? I haven't had it yet. No, I saw it um, and I was I was like, can for well, one of our kids cannot eat dairy. So it would have been mean to try to eat it like in front of her without her. Um, and I was thinking like the four of us cannot finish that anyway. That And that's if we could even, you know, you know, our kids are in the stage where like, oh, I don't want chocolate. I don't want whipped cream and like nothing can touch. And so like, you know, the kitchen sink, they throw it all in there. It was, it was not happening, but maybe, maybe when they're older. All right. Well, did you dine at any other restaurants? Uh, tell us about some of the other options. Real quick, circling back to Cape May Cafe, we did eat there for dinner where there are not characters. Um, and it's actually the same price or like a dollar more because you lose the characters, but it's dinner. Um, I would say that it's like New England fare. You know, they have New England clam chowder and a lot of seafood and stuff like that. I like the food there. Uh, my kids are the ones who really want to eat there. I do not know. I think it's because they, you know, they wanted the convenience of just going down to the lobby and eating there you know it was good um we enjoyed it and like that dinner if you need a place to sit you know we talk sometimes about how like when it's really crowded maybe you just want somewhere to sit down and like relax like that is uh, a really good option especially if you're at a hotel in the area or even if you're at epcot beaches and cream we didn't get to go to we wanted to try the burgers there but we didn't get a chance martha's vineyard is a lounge but it was like closed the entire time that we were there and they were like running drawing and painting classes in there so i'm not sure if that's back open. Uh, Hurricane Hannah's is a pool bar that's always very popular. A lot of people getting food and drink there and they have refill stations if you have a souvenir cup. And Ale and Compass and Yachtman Steakhouse, those two are at the Yacht Club. Ale and Compass is just American fare. And we have done takeout from there, um, but we have not actually eaten there. So can't, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, it just seemed too expensive for what we were looking for, but everything is expensive. Um, see our trip report. And then Yasmin Steakhouse. I really want to eat there, but I don't like, I don't want to actually, my kids really love steak, but, um, I don't, I don't know if I want to take them to like a steakhouse until they're older and they can eat like bigger steaks, but all the restaurants people really enjoy. And I actually hear that Ale and Compass has a pretty nice breakfast. Um, so if you don't feel like seeing the characters or doing a buffet at Cape May Cafe, that might be another option, especially if you're sneaking into Epcot or Hollywood Studios later. But lots of great restaurant options. So let's get to the rooms. Now, we talked about this on our previous episode, but within the last five to six years, they've kind of all been refurbished. I think the big difference is that Yacht Club, again, dark wood, so hardwood floor, and Beach Club has the carpet. I was just laughing thinking about it because like we've been to our friend's beach house on the Cape and it's like the same old feels like it's from the 90s carpet, even though this carpet is like newer. Somehow it still feels like it's from the 90s and it feels like people have been tracking sand into it for decades, <laughs> refurbishment or not. So uh, you can tell where I lean in terms of the rooms between yacht and beach. Yeah, I kind of lean in the same direction as well. I think Yacht Club rooms are also just a little bit more themed. Like they've really sort of gone over the top. And I mean, it's still not over the top uh, by Disney standards, but with some of the nautical elements, like you'll see sort of knots, like Siemens knots in some of the decor. You'll see kind of like the ship steering wheel, um, the... Um, Curtains in the room have stars and constellations, so navigating by um, the stars. So I, I find that they're a little bit more themed. And the other difference <laughs> that I always fixate on, and I don't as much anymore, but I did when my kids were younger, Yacht has um, 
the sliding pocket door that closes the whole bathroom off to the room. And at least the last time I stayed at Beach, it did not have that. So Disney's been adding that to a lot of the rooms to sort of close the bathroom area, the sink area, not just the toilet and the and the shower and tub off from the room. And when I had younger kids and they needed to sleep, that was really important to have the sinks closed off. So that was that was like a deal breaker for me back in the day, but not so much anymore. If you are a hotel manager listening to this, don't you dare ever have double beds or not have a door closing off the bathroom if Leslie is coming to town because those are the two things, the first two things she looks for uh, in a hotel. But I agree. Um, and speaking of the beds, it's two queen beds and a day bed in all of them. Um, one interesting quirk, if you do want to stay club level, both Yacht and Beach Club have their own clubs. One of them is the Stone Harbor Club. I think that is the one at Beach, and I can't remember what the one at Yacht is called, but I'm sure someone knows. Family of five, I learned that Yacht and Beach, the standard rooms, the standard club level rooms are actually only for four. They do not have that day bed, and you know because now you have to make your park reservations, and you have to have your Magic Band scan for early entry and all that stuff, Like it actually does matter. Like you can't sneak a fifth person in, even if there would be enough room. So if you're thinking of staying club level, yacht and beach, you cannot do it in a standard room. Yacht does have the deluxe rooms, which will fit six. Um, but, you know, obviously that's going to be more expensive. And um, although if you're already paying for club, maybe that's just a drop in the bucket. And one quick thing to add on the rooms. There are some room types that have king beds. And I've stayed in one at uh, Yacht Club, I believe, that has a sofa bed and a king bed. So those also would not sleep five. So of course, always put all people on your reservation, on your reservation so that you get the right room type, because this is something at a lot of deluxe resorts where, you know, different categories will have the day, but and other categories will not. These days, you know, I've been hearing like stories of people getting king rooms by mistake when they have, they're still not at a fully operational smooth situation. So definitely like, don't try to sneak people in um, it's, it's not even about the money. It's it's just about like, you do not want that extra friction um, for your already stressful Disney vacation. All right. So let's get to the biggest draw for many people outside, of, like for Leslie and myself, it's the location um, and the extended evening hours. But for a lot of people, it's all about Storm Along Bay, which is like a mini water park in and of itself. Leslie, can you run us through, you know, there's a lot of features of Stormalong Bay. All the deluxe pools are great. Deluxe hotel pools are great, but Stormalong Bay has a little bit more. So what are we looking at here? Yeah, it's really just a great pool. You come and you feel like you're at a beach club. Um, there's a part that has sand that has sort of just, you walk from the sand into a shallow pool area. Love that. When I, my son was a toddler, we stayed there and he just would not leave that area. So you feel like you're having the beach experience. Then there's a lazy river. There's sort of a large regular pool. And then there's a huge, huge water slide that comes off of a sunken pirate ship style. Um, you do have to kind of weirdly exit the pool area and walk to where the ship is located, like across kind of the pathway that everybody's walking on coming back from the parks. And then, and then you take um, the pirate ship slide down. So it is a little bit separated, which means that like we don't use it as much as we might um, for as good of a slide as it is. So that's something to kind of keep in mind. Um, you kind of have to pick your place where you're going to stay, especially if you have younger kids who need supervision. Of course, being a Disney 
pool, there are life jackets of every size for kids. So, you know, you definitely want to put those on the non-swimmers. But the the thing that everybody needs to know about Storm Along Bay is you're not sneaking your way in there. If you're not staying at Yacht and Beach Club, they check, you know, magic bands, room keys, whatnot at the entrance. You got to get a wristband. It's hardcore because people used to be able to sneak in over the years. No longer. Correct. Now, a couple of things that I noticed, you know, Leslie, for the first time ever, I saw a lifeguard jump in to try to save someone. Turned out that person did not need saving, but it's good to know that the lifeguards are on their toes. With our older kids, the 10 and 7-year-old, I was not too worried, but it was like they just, no matter where I was sitting, they were like gone. And it, it took me just wandering around to find them. Cause like, I don't know if they're, you know, have they, if they've crossed the walkway and they're waiting for the slide or, you know, if they're playing in the sand, like they're four years old, like, like it's tough to tell. So it is very expansive. So definitely it's a great place to teach your kid. Okay. You need to meet back here or you can't go past this. Um, you know, those are the kinds of conversations you want to have with your kids, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, my daughter, she was like, the la- the interesting thing about the lazy river which is more like a lazy i don't know oval it's not that it's not that long but it, it's cool the number of floats is limited so it's not like uh lazy rivers in some hotels where like they just have a bunch of floats and you just grab one and you just go there's only like x number of floats in there and so if if they're all being used you kind of just have to stay there and like stake it out and like try to get one when someone gets off so um my daughter took her a while to finally get one, but she got it as, as her like very last thing that she did before we left. So that was great for her. Lots of seating still crowded. So I can see why they don't let other people in because just with the guests from Yacht and Beach Club, you know, everyone is there. You know, we, I just recorded with my friend Amy and she said that at the Grand Floridian, the, the feature pool never felt very crowded. That is not the case at Yacht and Beach Club, unless it's like cold or something. Yeah, agree. It's it's usually pretty crowded. I mean, if you do go first thing in the morning, like you you'll find lower crowds uh, because a lot of people do the afternoon break. I mean, that is the time it's going to be the most crowded. So if you're at least try, trying to dodge true craziness, don't go on a hot day at two o'clock in the afternoon. Definitely, and not a lot of umbrellas either. So mm-hmm. um, pack your sunscreen, pack your hats. All right. So let's take a look at pricing. You took a look at some of the standard pricing, and then. Disney just dropped a summer discount today, room-only discount, so I looked that up. Leslie, why don't you tell us what pricing you found for 2023? Sure. My how a couple of years make a difference because I listened to that original episode a few years ago, and we were quoting numbers in the 300s, Nukes from existence. (laughs) The 300s? In the 300s. Nukes from existence. So, and and we said at the time. Metaphorically and literally. Literally. We said at the time, we said the price on these is going to skyrocket once Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opens. Because we knew about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at that point. But what we didn't know about was the Skyliner. So the Skyliner has really further escalated the prices at Yacht and Beach because it's just that much more convenient. So... Prices. I think of Yacht and Beach Club as essentially being $500 and up. That is about sort of what you're going to find for a standard room. I found $541 for um, an August standard room pricing without a discount. I found $617 in late October, and I found $731 for a standard room for Thanksgiving week this year. So with that August um, discount, that summer discount that you mentioned, Joe, it drops a little below 500 a night. You found um, 490 a night in August 
with that 25% discount. So my sort of rule of thumb is if you're seeing either one of these resorts under 500 with a four in front of it, that's, that's a huge deal. And even low 500s is going to be pretty solid. Yeah, those are all pre-tax numbers. Um, so definitely, you know, you're paying for the pool, you're paying for the hotel itself, um, you're paying for the extended evening hours, you're paying for the location. So um, that's something to bear in mind. Um, I already talked about club level, but we should also note that there are DVC sections of the resort at both beach and yacht club. For all intents and purposes, it's like booking a regular room, but um, housekeeping doesn't happen as often. And you should get a microwave at least in the studio. And then you can also book one bedroom and up suites. So that is a nice thing to think about. When you're booking it on the website, you'll actually see it as four hotels, Beach Club, Beach Club Villas, Yacht Club, Yacht Club Villas, but you know, um, click on them all. Actually, they've started when you click on Yacht Club, it gives you Yacht Club and the Yacht Club Villa. So you don't need to click on all four to look at pricing for all of the options. All right, let's talk about the perks. I already alluded to it, but it's deluxe, extended evening hours, great location. I mean, it is really good for Epcot extended evening hours. Those perks, they really do, they are, I mean, they might not be worth $600 a night, but, you know, for like one night going from a moderate to, it could be worth $300 for your family, honestly. Like you don't have to buy Genie Plus, you get so many more rides done. I don't know. I love the extended evening hours at nighttime, which are only Monday and Wednesdays right now. Right, right. You have to watch the the timing on those. But yeah, it definitely makes sense to me. If you're a family that's going to use those evening hours, it might be worth doing a split stay, you know, getting a place like Yacht and Beach and, you know, then going to a moderator value for the rest of your stay. And you, of course, at any of those places will get the early theme park entry daily. So if you can double up and use both benefits, more power to you. And before we get emails... It's generally Monday and Wednesdays, but sometimes, I mean, I went on a Tuesday, so I know that sometimes the extended evening hours are on different days. Okay. Generally, we say, like, why should you or should you not stay at Yacht and Beach Club or insert name of hotel? But I think for this one, you know, sometimes people ask, like, should I stay at Yacht? Should I stay at Beach? You know, what are the big differences? So... Leslie, let's start with Yacht. Uh, you know, why would you pick Yacht over a beach club? Yeah, I usually pick Yacht over beach club because of that pocket door closing the bathroom. And I do like the theming a little bit more. It's a little bit more extensive at Yacht. I just, I guess I'm a fuddy-duddy. I like the hardwood feel. It's, it's close for me. I mean, it's more like what's the room type that's available, that kind of thing. Um, but if standard rooms are available at both, I'm probably going Yacht. What about you? Well, I mean, first of all, Obviously, a Yacht Club member like you, Leslie, would prefer the Yacht Club. <laughs> but um, I would also add that it's not just that, th- like, hardwood makes such a difference, um, especially when my kids are old enough now to not fall off the bed. Um, you know, it's just it just feels so much cleaner. So I do prefer the rooms at Yacht. And when I was at Yacht, I got this nice room that was technically a garden view, but actually had a view of the fireworks. And so that... Um, worked out very well as well. I don't think that you can have many rooms at the beach club just due to geography that would have that same benefit. That being said, I ended up liking beach club a lot more than I thought I would because I said this in my trip report, the extra five minutes closer it is to Epcot, it 
does pay off over time, especially when your kids are tired, especially when they have smaller legs like my five-year-old does. If you want to like get to Epcot quickly, back and forth, you know, hit up the festival, come back, go back for Harmonia slash Epcot Forever slash whatever the new Epcot show is going to be. It is really convenient. Like you can decide last minute, just go, and there's a little bit less time that you need to take. Beach Club did grow on me in that sense because we found ourselves going to Epcot quite a bit. Yeah, totally agree. If I'm taking a solo trip that's all about like dining at Epcot and festivals, Beach Club does have the edge uh, for its location. Oh, and that extra five minutes is closer to the Skyliner as well if you're like Skylining over to Hollywood Studios. Reasons not to stay at Yacht and Beach Club if you're like already in the obviously like if you don't want to spend the money, don't stay there. But if you're already in the deluxe budget, if you have younger kids, you may want to stay at one of the Magic Kingdom resorts because you're going to be spending more time at Magic Kingdom. I feel like Yacht and Beach is a lot better for older kids. Even the pool, you know, older kids are going to enjoy it more. You know, if they know how to swim, um, you know, are they old enough to do the slide without being scared? Um, and I would also say that Yacht and Beach it can feel a little bit more crowded because everyone does want to stay there. Everyone does want to be at Stormalong Bay. And so, you know, I do feel like even compared to some of the other deluxe resorts, there's a lot more going on. So if you want something quieter, you know, really there are very few quiet resorts at Walt Disney World. Port Orleans, French Quarter comes to mind. Yacht and Beach Club, it's not going to be a super quiet resort. So if that's something you need. I mean, I'm, we're really stretching here. Um, because Yacht and Beach Club really is one of the best deluxe options on property. It is. It's probably the resort I've stayed in most over the years if I had to do the math. And of course, we all know the Polly's my favorite deluxe, but uh, haven't been able to to make that. It's a little bit little bit less expensive than the Polly, I'd say, in the Grand Floridian. So you might be able to, to find some savings there. All right, Joe, well, let's close this episode out with our traditional Disney do or don't. What do you have for us? All right, this is very... Stormalong Bay related, but there are two options for the wristband that they'll give you. And one is like a cloth option. Um, and one is one of those, you know, disposable, you only wear it once plastic type deals. I would say Disney don't get the cloth one, especially for your kids, because it has one of those mechanisms where like I got it for my kids and I was like, Oh, this is great. I'm not going to have to you know, show my magic band and my reservation on the app, like every time that I go in. But I found that the cloth ones, they have this tightening thing where you can only make it tighter, but you can't make it looser. And because kids are kids and they're always fumbling with things, they kept making it tighter and they made it too tight and it was like bothering them like nonstop. And so, and then we, we didn't bring like scissors and, you know, we didn't even bring like sewing scissors or anything like that. And so we were like trying to get this cloth, wristband off with like a nail clipper which obviously was too dull and it was just a real it was a real to do um and i was like you know what i'll just get the plastic ones next time because those you can just rip them off um just with enough force so just a little thing but we found that it was not worth the hassle just because the kids yeah they tighten it you know they're just messing with it and then all of a sudden it's like at its full tightness and that wasn't worth it adults maybe you can get away with it if you're not going to mess with it so that's my disney don't all right. Obscure, but very helpful tip. So helpful. Your lives will be changed by that <laughs> Disney tour. Don't. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Uh, we forgot to do this, but a reminder that we are on YouTube now. Check us out at youtube.com slash at Disney Deciphered. Leslie, where can people find your work if they want to read about uh, all things Disney and family travel? 
I am at Trips with Tykes everywhere on social media and also tripswithtykes.com. You can find me at Azrael Flies on social media. If you're looking to plan a trip, uh, plan a Disney vacation, you can reach out to me, Joseph Chung, at travelmation.net. I'd be happy to be your travel agent. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Other than that, Leslie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me, and I will see you trying to get the cloth wristband off because you didn't listen to me. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.